May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of God's Son. Amen. The other day, I was just down the street at the Georgia Aquarium, and I found myself once again drawn into that large, dark room with the large glass wall, staring mesmerized by the movements and the grace of the beautiful creatures of the sea. In that room, it is as if you are down below in the depths of the ocean, watching the marine life swim together. You get to see the sea turtles as they move through, and the flying movements of the eagle ray, and the stunning beauty of those gentle giants, the whale sharks with the white spots on their backs and the white lines running across the spine. Sitting quietly and delighting in these amazing creatures swim not only reduced my heart rate and stress level, but it also brought a peace to my spirit that is hard to find in the day-to-day. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. That is what Jesus says in the gospel reading today. But what is this peace that Jesus offers us? Peace, we pray for the families of those who died in the shooting in Buffalo, or the peace for the people of Ukraine. What is the peace that we ask God to bring for the people in Myanmar? Or the peace we seek when we bring an inmate into the execution chamber in our prisons here in our own state? Peace. What is this peace that we pray for? Is it some mere platitude? In a world filled with strife, oppression, and injustice, in the context of our world today, and in the context of Jesus' world, peace, he says. In fact, these are the first words of Jesus to his disciples when he appears to them in the resurrection. Peace be with you he speaks. In their time of great fear and anxiety and confusion about what has just happened and what it is to come in their world, Jesus says, peace, peace be with you. This notion of peace is complex. Generally, our experience of peace, especially in the context of strife, is something that comes with a cost. In the context of empire or an abuser, peace is offered by the more powerful one, and there are terms that must be met. 
This is the understanding of peace that would have been familiar to Jesus' followers as well. And yet Jesus is pointing to something entirely different. The peace that Jesus is about, the peace that God comes to bring, has the qualities of self-offering and of liberation embedded within it. Peace that is of one's being. This is the peace that comes about when we open our hearts to God. In the reading from Acts, we have a story about the conversion of Lydia. Paul has come to Philippi and finds himself gathering with others in their place of worship, which is not a temple or a synagogue, but a place outside by the river. And there Lydia comes to hear Paul, and we are told she opens herself, and she and her family become followers of Jesus. Lydia opens her heart to God, and out of that openness, out of that experience, comes a myriad of gifts. Hospitality, community, and even ties across lines of difference. Lydia's response to her experience of faith opens the possibility of connection that was not possible before. See, Paul is an outsider, Paul and his friends, and she offers to bring Paul and his companions, foreigners of a different background, different thinking and way of being, she invites them into her home, and she builds community with them, sharing space and meals together. This is the peace that God is about. In the gospel today, Jesus talks about God coming to make a home with God's people. The word here translated as make a home is not so much about creating a place like a temple for God's presence to reside in. What Jesus is talking about is better described as abiding. He is talking about God and Jesus coming to abide with us which is less about God being present in a certain location and more about God's presence being with us, God's very essence with us in the world, God abiding with us where we are, not solely in the holy of holies in the temple, but out in every day. This is what the gift of God's Holy Spirit brings to God's people. God's presence in the world, in the everyday of our lives. God abiding with us, with all of us, in a world that is beautiful and painful, and not yet the full realization of God's kingdom. And yet God abides in the thick of it with us. Seeking to live into the peace that God offers to us means moving into a space where hospitality is generously offered, where space is intentionally created to make ever-widening community, 
creating ties across all variety of difference which might otherwise separate. The peace that God offers to us invites us into a place, a peace of liberation, a peace that is self-offering with no strings attached, no expectations of reciprocity. Jesus says, do not be afraid. I do not give as the world gives. We know that Jesus gives in a different way. When Jesus gathered the 5,000 and fed them with fish and loaves, and the disciples were afraid that there would not be enough, and yet Jesus says, do not be afraid. I do not give as the world gives. And there was an abundance, and everyone was fed. This peace that Jesus offers to us and invites us into is a peace grounded in abundance, grounded in the assurance of God's goodness and love. We know this peace intimately and fully. It is the peace that comes with God's abundant, liberating love for us. As people of faith, the challenge for us is to be aware of the grace of that love and peace and to live in such a way that our response to that love serves to spread the knowledge of God's love, the experience of God's peace ever further and wider out to our friends and families and to those who do, we do not yet know as fully. It is an expansive and expanding vision and way of being. In a few minutes, we'll have an opportunity in our service to exchange the peace. Peace be with you. And we take the time and we turn to one another. We lean into one another and acknowledge the goodness and the beauty of the other in the exchange of peace. Everything else stops at that point in the service. This is the point to recognize and remind ourselves that we carry with us and are called to be the peace of God out in the world. God abides with us, showing us liberating and loving ways to abide with one another. This is what the fulfillment of the kingdom of God looks like when all of humanity abides with one another, one large, expanding community, gathered together, sharing a meal, breaking bread, and building ties across all of our beautiful differences. As Brian Stevenson reminds us, we must be proximate with one another to fully know another, to discover connection, and also recognize the, complex, the complexity and beauty of another's being, we must be proximate with one another. We must abide together. And in the abiding, we realize and celebrate our shared humanity. God's peace, the peace Jesus leaves with us, is not a state of mind, but it is a way of living that moves us into our new creation, a new way of living and being together. 
seeking connection instead of domination, seeking community instead of division, proclaiming abundance instead of fearing scarcity. In our abiding with one another, we have opportunities throughout our days to live with intention, live into the peace of God and moving ever closer to the realization of God's kingdom, the beloved community realized here among us. And so, as we prayed together in our psalm, may God be merciful to us and bless us and show us the light of God's countenance and come to us. And may God give us God's blessing and may all the ends of the earth stand together in awe of God. Amen.